Wagwan, and welcome to episode 23 of the Shabocast. I'm Paul. I'm Dan. You... I'm Cameron. Are you reading that off a script, Paul? That's my name, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, welcome to the Shabocast, a podcast uh, allegedly about Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Uh, how have our weeks... And that's the end of that question. How have our weeks... Uh, how have your we weeks? Three? Oh, three! I got about uh, seven, you know. Yeah. I, I honestly couldn't tell you how many weeks I've had. It's all just merging. In the last week, how many weeks have you had? Oh, oh a million. Who only knows? A million. A million weeks. A million weeks. Imagine all the stuff you could do in a million weeks. Somewhere not, between not. one and 72 billion. Mm. Oh. How many weeks is a million weeks? Let's oh. find out. How many all weeks have I had? Let's all see. the stuff I'd do in a million weeks, I'd probably just do the night before on the final week. <laughs> I've had a, I've had about nine hundred and ninety weeks in my life. It's about nineteen thousand years. Oh, yeah. I've had I've had a billion weeks. So that's that's weird. A billion it? weeks. How many right. weeks is a billion weeks? That is a tangent. <laughs> nineteen million years. That's because my nan, she's had seven thousand trillion weeks. I thought you were going to say your nan is weak. No, <laughs> Take that, Nan. <laughs> she's she's gone very strong, Dickhead. frankly. Your Nan had a COVID vaccine she's yet, then? Stronger than all of the right us. age group. Has, has my Nan had a COVID vaccine? Any Nan. My yeah. Nan is uh, definitely born well. So. My grandma and granddad have had COVID vaccines. Yeah, uh, my, nan. My, my, my Nan hasn't. Um, mainly oh, because my grandparents she, have now, but uh, she doesn't really need one really Dead? anymore. A little bit, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. It wouldn't, it wouldn't do much good. Um, it's what they're saying. Buddy, buddy, bureaucrat, bureaucrat, yeah. not even vaccinating someone just because they're dead. <laughs> now, apparently my nan had hers today and her appointment was meant to be at like half eleven at, and by twenty past ten she'd text my mum going, oh, we've had our injections, now we're on our way home. NHS, more like, not helping, sis. <laughs> <laughs> Like, come on, guys, let's all... Amazing. Let, let's all clap for the NHS. Uh, what the fuck is that going to do? Doing my bit. My, my mum's been vaccinated. How old is your mum? Um, for 40-something. <laughs> is your mum a care worker? Uh, she's vaccinating people, which is why she's been vaccinated. Uh, uh, yeah, you should you should probably vaccinate the Your people loophole. Vaccinating you people. Should, yeah, just... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really. yeah. <laughs> hey, Robert worked for a care home in Manchester... Got his vaccine at the start of January, and his probation period was up at the end, and he's no longer got that job, unfortunately. <laughs> but you'd think, we've gone through the process of getting you vaccinated. We'll keep you around for a bit. <laughs> Have we had a good week? Yeah. Uh, oh, I watched uh, It's a Sin, Paul. Oh, all of it. It's very good, isn't it? Yeah. It is very good, isn't it? I've been watching bits of it, because <clears throat> my parents have been watching it. Seems good. Did you Did you watch it with them? Mm. There's, there's quite a lot of no, for those reasons. Yeah. Uh, Who's your favourite character, Dan? Colin, obviously. Oh. What did you think of the reveal that the main character was a Tory, a surprise Tory? Um, I wasn't surprised by it. Such. I, I say, what I would do like about Rusty Davis is the he's he's very interesting. The the way he chooses to like the like like who, how he he will. Like, like, um, 
like the political ideals he'll give to like different characters. Yeah. Like, you like mean it's he not some like actual humans. Yeah, like, political like... idea, the motives instead of just like, this is Brian, Brian the dickhead. Or, 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 or just like, oh, these are the main characters, so they're all over. He's like, it's, he doesn't do that, really. Like, um, yeah. Did you watch Years and Years? Not yet. Well, my, one of my favorite scenes in that was the bit where it was just like a montage of everyone like voting in a general election. And it was just because of like who he chose to like. Oh, they're voting for this part in this. These like, I just thought it was a bunch of really interesting choices. Yeah, like um, with um with like, Richie. Oh, yeah, so like he makes you care about him, and then it's like episode four. He's like, boom, he's a Tory. You're like, whoa. I, you've you've made me like a Tory, Russell. Don't. See, don't, the, don't do the reason don't I haven't that, the reason I haven't checked out years and years or it's a sin yet is because I know, I, I know I'd be glad having watched it, but it'd probably make me feel very shit, like and just really down. <laughs> I was quite broken after the last episode. Yeah. I don't sure. want that right Yeah, but now. that's because someone came around to your house and just slapped you in the face. That, that, or that's the, the viewing experience. I've not watched it yet, so I don't know if that happens. <laughs> well, it's after, like, I just finished the last episode and then the doorbell went because it was from my friends dropping around baking. And I was, like, just not in a state to, like, receive <laughs> baked goods from people. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a rough... It's very good, but it's a rough watch. And, like... Yeah, who'd, who'd have thought a, a, a oh. drama about the AIDS crisis would be a difficult watch? Oh, I went through our email address yesterday and just read all of the like really long email chains. <laughs> so, yeah, interesting conversation with Harry. And, yeah, and the, uh, the Nigerian Thank prince you. who's going to send me gold. Yeah, Nigerian prince. <laughs> um, and then also the ice girls that news Dan knows who were getting confused as to why he was reading them at four in the morning. Yeah. Oh, and um, Domino's. Yeah, and Domino's. We anyway. all know where you live now, Dan. Yeah. Oh, our podcast is live on Verbal. Yeah, <laughs> what is... What's with these... Pla- is this you, Paul? <laughs> Have you added more, like, platforms? I've, I've not touched them. We keep getting told, like... You're- your podcast is on sound cunt or something like that and it, we have to go on it and see what, what it is audio Dad, twat I don't know that domain the domain find the domain audio spunk ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan you, 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 you're fucking wasting all our money on domains now we're going to have to buy all of these domains I forgot domains. you bought the, uh, the website <laughs> Have we figured out how to make a website yet? No. Um, well, well, with Squarespace.com, it's easy. Yeah, we're, we're not sponsored spon- by Squarespace. Oh, well, not yet. But if we keep if we keep mentioning them, maybe they're all sponsored. Get it, get it into the algorithm. Squarespace. 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 Square space and then space the word space. Wix.com. <laughs> I can't use that one. I tried to use that in school, and it was just <laughs> go, daddy. <laughs> No, Compared that's a different to Marcus.com, not, not, not the Mirkas. The H- one I've ever made. The HTML coder I have hidden in my wardrobe. Binweevils.com. <laughs> Club Penguin. Oh, if we're just saying things that we want to get sponsored by, Hove Audio. Who? The. They've made a speaker <laughs> I got. Or Raycon. Raycon? Raycon, yeah. Um, that's not unrealistic. Uh, that's really nice. Um, Apple. 
I Samsung. Big finish. Mini Come on, stop uh, big finish. Come on, big finish. I do uh, move the bulk of your promoting. Huh? Movement watches. <laughs> Harry's razors. Harry's razors. Mac Weldon. <laughs> He's gone off to get Man, got me custom legs more Harry's razor. I can't even shave with a normal razor. I just use an electric one. I don't shave. Obviously, evidently. The same, evidently. Chewbacca over here. Harry's razors. Wonderful. <laughs> This Where's is an audio, an audio oh. format, you know, Dan. One for the um, Max and Paddy fans, Charlie FM, where the listener comes first. Oh, classic. Yeah. Huh? Oh, the echo's gone. It's fine. So, uh, um, fuck news, you. news time. News time. The new jingle. <laughs> oh, there's a new jingle. No, just that. News time. Hi. Like really out just of really tune. Really out of tune. <laughs> uh, can you elongate the note as well so he like holds it yeah. for a minute? <laughs> like a reverse piano. News time. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit news this week. Fuck all. I completely forgot to transition like that. There we go. Transition. Carry on. Uh, yeah, I nearly, I nearly fell asleep by this news as I'm mentioned before we were recording. That's just because I was watching Greatest Show in the Game. Um, Excuse me? <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, right, check, Dan, put it on screen. Audio Jack novels. Jekyll. New story one. What have you sent um, me? What have you sent him? You um, no. me? <laughs> I'm not putting that on screen. <laughs> oh my, oh, oh my. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, oh no! Brilliant. No. Sorry, Martha, yeah, just Martha just because Jones I can't. Almost got a slice of that. Yeah, there's only like a few nuggets of news this week. Just a couple, and they're not even great nuggets. They're mostly they're like bite um, size. With it, yeah, they're bite size, but they're mostly like um, the batter. There's not a lot of like chicken in there. Uh, so it's like a thick layer of batter. The and, like, scraps a tiny at the bottom of, of the uh, barrel. Yeah. But not like good scraps you'll get of the chippy. Like just nah. there's a bit of piss in there. No. Someone vomited and it. it was like all fried up. Enough about our recent uh, trip to McDonald's. <laughs> I'm actually I'm getting a McDonald's tomorrow for like the millionth time this month. Congratulations! Is oh, it? Yeah. What? How do you know you're getting it tomorrow? Is it pencil? Um, it's been arranged. New story one. Um, Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Andrew Garfield is in the news. He's got a new story. He's got a massive pain, and I'm joking. It's probably fine. Um, what is? The are first? we mentioning the first bit of news? Uh, audio six new audio novels have been announced from mm. Big Finish. Yes. Um, there. So yeah, these are essentially just audio books. Just yeah, just audio books of like target novelizations, except their original stories. It's just a narrated Big Finish story, isn't it, really? Yeah. Well, like a short trip. It, it, it's it's yeah. a long trip, you could say. It's a long trip because they're all about six hours long. Yeah. I checked the time and it said 4.20 and I thought that. Blazer. Um, yeah, so yeah. the first one is a, it's a John Pertry, Sarah Jane uh, story called Scourge of the Cybermen. Um, coming, I've got a question Coming about July that. 2021. Go on. What's the What's the villain? Uh, Scourge, from uh, Thor, yeah. Ragnarok. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised he got it's Carla. It's set in a, in a place on Midgard called Texas. 
if if they got Richard Armistead just wrestle on them, you know. Why well, it's can't all call it's him? all being narrated by John Coltshaw. No, oh, of course it is. So isn't isn't that nice? Will he do Whatever happened to Tim Trelaw? Didn't he used to do third Doctor voices for them? Is he dead? He's not. He's probably not doing a third Doctor voice. Is it? It's, it's reading, narrated. It? Yeah, no, but Coltshaw has started doing a lot more third Doctor voices. He's an excellent yeah. Pertwee. I've not, I've not heard his. I've not heard you, his poetry. Just watch, um, watch uh, the great. Is it just called the Great Curator on YouTube with Jake Dudman and him? He does oh, a really good three in that. that. That's horrible. It's a great video. Is it the one where they like photoshopped over the faces? Or oh, no, so no, weird. they shot it. They just shot it. No, it doesn't deep. Oh, it just, just looks really like uncanny. What uncanny? But, um, yeah, but it, but um, when. Yeah, he, he voices the third Doctor in Masterful as well. Yeah. Usually, when he does short trips, he'll do the voice of the character. Hmm. Yeah. So, I like, like when he's know. reading this, he'll probably read the third Doctor lines in the third Doctor's voice. He'll, so probably, he'll probably do Sarah Jane's dialogue as the third Doctor doing a Sarah Jane impression as well. And then, and then the same with the like, Cyberman. Hey, John, come over here. Perfect. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oi, John, come over here. And no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that classic Sarah Jane line. I'm just gonna watch a bit of this great show. Yeah, just skip to the bit where he does three. Um, um, yeah, and then just... Nich- Nicholas Briggs is voicing the Cybermen in it, so that's how you know oh. they are definitely doing impressions. Oh. So, so like in the Scratchman audiobook, Tom Baker vo- voices it all, and then um, Nicholas Briggs does the Cybermen in that. So the Cybermen are in that. Scratch, you've you've read Scratchman. I listened to Scratchman. I still remember. So remember when um, the fourth Doctor wakes up in hell and he gets in the taxi and then the Cyberman ambushes the taxi. Oh yes. And when yes, it turns t- out the Scarecrow's a Cyberman, like evol- gonna evolve into Cyberman. What the hell is Scratchman? The, we should do what, an episode on it. What have I just? What have I just come back into? So, Scratchman. So in, in Scratchman, Dan, the Scarecrow's. How do you not know what Scratchman is? It's a it's it's a it's a Doctor Who fourth Doctor story written by Tom Baker. Huh. And it's amazing. It's like the, the pinnacle of fourth Doctor stories, I'd say. We'll cover it if I can find video. somewhere to get it. Um listen Audible. to the audiobook. Just get like just I don't know, buy a month or something and then use the credits. It's got a five out of five on Waterstones. Well, in it, there's like <laughs> I typed scratch mam by mistake. There's like scarecrows trying to kill them. And then it's revealed that it's like the Cybermen and the Scarecrows are slowly getting more and more like metallic looking. So they start off as wood and then they're like evolving into metal. And then it's, yeah. it's, dead. it's, it's a really, really cool concept. And then that's part one of the book and then part two set in like a held up hellscape dimension, which is dead cool. Just whilst we're on Tom Baker stories, I don't know if this will come up, but I got that on oh, Audible I, this week. <laughs> I bought that ages ago, and then I seen it at seventeen hours long. Chronicles. Do you know? Do you know what that is, Dan? Is that the one where the fourth Doctor is? He lives in a village yep. or something. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yes. Uh, that was recommended uh, Audible because it's mostly just Doctor Who on there. That's yeah. what brought Tom Baker back to 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 working for Doctor Who. Uh, he was like, only if I can live in a village and, and just retire and never die. And they were like, yes. News story number two. <laughs> <laughs> News story. 
Come on. Um, season 24 of the television show Doctor Who is being... It's a long way on. away, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> no, these are series, you fucking idiot. Ah, oh, sorry. talking about the classic series. Did you not know this stuff? Actually, Dan, you that's even... the original run. Oh, so... oh, oh, oh. Sorry, listeners, about that. And, and I'll apologise to us who have to listen to it too. Yeah. Oh, I refuse. Apologise to yourself. Can I get an apology? Oh, I don't give a fuck. microphone is a bit wet. Apologise to the microphone, which you just deep-throated. You can apologise to us, Dan, but you won't be forgiven. Okay, well, I'm not <laughs> going to apologise. Well, yes, season 20, 24 or whatever it was. <laughs> 26, idiot. Um, no, 24. This is... no, do you Four. know what this is a lot like, Dan? In front of us three, us three oh. sat on a podium watching down as Dan desperately tries to entertain us. It's a bit like the uh, Seventh Doctor in the Three Gods of Ragnarok in uh, the greatest show in the galaxy. Which we'll, we'll get, get onto to. that in a minute. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is Sylvester McCoy's first series. Mm-hmm. Uh, or season, I should say. Features <laughs> 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 Mel Brooks. Mel as well. Yes. I was about to call him um, Mel Brooks, but that's a different person. I believe so. So this uh, is Time in the Rani, Paradise Tiles. Tiles? Towers? T- Towers. Uh, Delta and the Banner, which is a fucking awful name for an episode. And Dragonfire. Dragonfire's cool. Um, yeah. Cool episode episode title. I've not watched it. It's yeah. the first appearance of Ace in Dragonfire. Oh, oh is it? Yeah, uh, Mel yeah, she, uh, at the end she had of sex with Sablon Glintz in. on Iceworld, by the way. Does it explain why she keeps calling him Professor? Uh, yeah, that. they sort of do that earlier on. It's just like, I'm the Doctor. Yeah, but I'm calling you Professor to fuck you. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> um, so there's not much else to say about this, is there? Um, oh, it had there the was... standard, like, <clears throat> DVD thing that they are some really good trailers that they're doing for the classic re-release. Yeah, yeah. Someone yeah. Um, pointed out the, the the trailer was written by Pete, Pete McTeague, who wrote Kablam and Praxius. Is it? And, um, oh, nice. So, do you know how people are like, oh, Kablam, it, it's about how the oppressed workers are the villains and not the terrorists? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, they, they make, they, they kind well, of just like in this, the people were going, oh, Pete McTeague wrote this, and he wrote the companion, the fourth against capitalism, to be a, a billionaire CEO. Maybe thought, just like... For classic Pete McTeague. He just loves billionaires, doesn't he? <laughs> he just yeah. loves, loves multi-billion corporations. He, he wants Jeff Jeff Bezos to be his, um, his sugar daddy, I reckon. <laughs> as, as do we all... <sighs> This uh, can of Harry's shave gel has lottery numbers on the back of it. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, that's not uh, a joke. Well, enter him in the lottery. See if you win. Um, okay. Yeah, they this are. It doesn't have a lottery. They are really good trailers, and Sylvester McCoy looks really good in his outfit still. Yeah. Oh, he's, he looks amazing. He's so like. He's just back in the role immediately. I love him. Some doctors don't look as good in their outfits because obviously they've got older, they've put on a bit of weight. But he still looks very good in his outfit. 
if they if they literally just like sorted his eyebrows out of it and dyed his hair, then he'd look exactly the same almost. Yeah. Yeah. And and they wouldn't even have to do that. They could just use the time crash explanation. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, I've got a question for you, and Dan, you can oh, yeah, if you want. Does Peter Davison still not like the Doctor being a woman? I've got absolutely no idea. I thought he didn't uh, really give a shit. Uh, he, his stance on it was he thought he was worried that a lot of boys would lose role model. Which the way, the way he worded it was a bit shitty and weird because, as Colin yeah. said, Colin said there's a clip where he says that and then Colin, like a few minutes later, says, Sorry, Peter, you're talking rubbish. And he says, um, <laughs> Why can't a woman be a, a role model for, for boys as well? It's like, Yeah. But yeah, so I said the other day on Twitter that none of the past doctors have a problem with the doctor being a woman. And someone said, I'm pretty sure Peter Davidson has said a few times he does. And I was like, surely he doesn't know, though. I, George, has probably been... told him. When it was first I announced, I think yeah. he was, like, a bit skeptical, yeah, like, just... a lot of people were. But yeah. I think he has warmed to it, like, a lot of people have. Yeah, because it was four years ago. Is he <laughs> still on... with... Don't know him, and I've never spoke to him. So has he? Has he? Did he? I know he went off Twitter afterwards, and like he, still he just logged him. out and protected his tweets. But is he still off, or is he on again? No, he's still off. Jeez, I've got a question. Why is um Colin Baker's handle on Twitter at Sawbones Hex? Because Sawbones is an older term for Doctor, and Hex means six. Wow! Ah, yeah, Should we move on proper to the greatest show in the galaxy? Well, before we do that, I'd just like to get your thoughts on something. Oh, no. Do any of you, like, when a game show's like, here's a celebrity version of this game show? Yes. But then, I don't watch a lot the of game, game show, shows. But then you turn it on, and then you don't know any of the celebrities. No, I, I don't watch a lot of, like, live TV anyway. I'm quite well, out of uh, the loop. Anyway, the Great British Bake Off announced the celebrity lineup this year, and mm-hmm. there's quite a few, like... Famous comedians that you'd expect to see on like panel shows and stuff, mm-hmm. like Catherine Ryan and that. Yeah. And, then, and then Daisy Ridley and James McAvoy. And I was like, fucking hell. On the oh, billing of KSI. What's KSI. That YouTube boxer. Is he's a dickhead as well. Well, of course. I'm My not cousin. surprised. Yeah. In this line. Yeah. Uh, he's always like calling people out and be like, Haha, I'd win you in a fight, professional boxer. Fucking. Uh, I'm so Egypt, sure. And you're like, shut up. Um, one, one day, if any if any of the four of us ever go. <laughs> Become hey, professional boxers. <clears throat> hey, Anthony Joshua, I will batter you. Just come round and kill us. Like. Okay. What is the. No. Anthony Joshua come round and kill us and teach us a lesson. That would be the best episode. <laughs> we, have, we have no place. Of our podcast ever. If one of us offers a fight to Anthony Joshua, all four of us have to be killed. He, he's, yeah. Well, we see one of we see like Paul's open, Paul's door open from the side. He comes in and takes Paul out, and then he looks at the screen. <laughs> and he kind of scours the screen as ah, that one, and he goes off screen immediately. He's at Cameron's door, <laughs> and then he's out, he's out at Dan's window, and then you just see a hand come and grab my mic and throw it down. <laughs> but at, at this point, Dan's already ran off. But then we I'm, see I'm him get thrown through that window. Through the window. He runs off and then he the just, see a, just see a body get slammed against his wall <laughs> as he runs off. 
No, no, you. Like, three cheese Dan. Has already ran off when Dan's microphone gets grabbed. And then through the window behind him, we just see Dan's body come smashing back into the <laughs> through the window. Anthony Joshua steps in and just stands on his head. This is reminding me of the comedy song Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Actual murderer Anthony Joshua. <laughs> Doctor Who, season 25, greatest show in the galaxy. What did we think of this? It truly was the greatest show in the galaxy. In- I, like I it. was a bit bored. <laughs> what? Yeah. Up, you're wrong. So I, uh, it's it's I a know... good story, but yeah. I was just bored. This is the best one we've watched from Classic Who. You think? You've I not watched go that far. from Classic Who. Let's have, a, let's have a look then, Paul. Let's have a look. And, um... So, okay, the I... three doctors <sighs> is close. Yeah, because we did the three doctors, the five doctors, both pretty good. Uh, Vengeance on Varos, right? Uh, we know what's the other one. Oh, Curse of Peladon. Warrior's Gate was pretty bad. Curse of Peladon was better than this. You think? No. I yeah. think I enjoy this the most out of I all. I felt there was more going on no, in actually, Peladon. Like five doctors this, fe- this felt so much like Modern Who. I absolutely loved it. The tone is so close at this point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if you if you watch anything from season twenty four and then go into twenty five and and onwards, it's like. Yeah, this is this is so close. It, it lit, and it reminded me of the the, the, the um, day of the clown episode of Sarah Jane. Yeah, yeah. But I just I felt a bit bored. But I guess I've seen it before and I sort of like knew what was gonna happen. And oh, you also was... said you didn't like it. No, I said I did like it. I said I was bored. Yeah, so I said Dan... it was a good episode, but I was bored watching it. I thought you because we we had two choices, didn't we, to watch? Um, and you want to do one? Can we? What? What was it? Um, if I may, which, which aspect of it was boring? Was it the usual classic Q thing of halfway through you could get rid of an entire part, or yeah? So I didn't I found the editing. Three, I just felt nothing for. I found the editing really, really weird. That's but, just um, this era. It just does that. Uh, yeah. It just is weird yeah. and just a bit janky. And partially, possibly also this episode in particular, because to get into some of the trivia bits, uh, the BBC studio where they normally filmed the internal bit was closed due to a asbestos thing being removed. <laughs> is that why the cor- corridors are all covered in sheets? <laughs> uh, it was filmed in a tent in the car park. Ah, uh, well, that makes sense. It still looks good, though. Like, yes, it worked well, for this I episode with the aesthetic because it's a thing, but it was. Design looks good, yeah. I, I all of the interiors in were in a, tent, in a BBC L Street Studio car park. Well, and still good. And it was also originally meant to be a three-part story, but um, fuck, the, that makes sense. Someone what? said, "Can we make it four? This is parts. the this is the only episode where I felt like. Like you couldn't cross a path. No, it's just like oh, the, the cliff, have... the cliffhanger at the end of part one. It was like it just kind of ended. Yeah, it was just like, are we gonna go in and then then just end credits? Do you know? Um, do you know in part one, which proper confused me? It's the only gripe I have. Do you know when the guy's running away, but you don't know what he's running away from, uh-huh. and, and it's obviously to be revealed. And then you see his girlfriend's murdered. And then he gets to, like, the woman with the car, and then he says, finally, as they catch him. And I was like, what was your goal? 
Uh, no. So his goal was to run away and get caught whilst his girlfriend got to safety, and he obviously didn't know his girlfriend was dead. Yeah, but when he says finally, I thought I thought you were trying to escape while she was taking the fall or something. No, other way around. No, he was he was drawing their attention. So mm. when they got him, it's like finally I now know she's safe, but she gets killed by the conductor on the bus. Oh, because also, they don't realize he's evil yet or something. Also, do you know the fucking that cabbage woman is what I'm gonna call her. She looks like a cabbage woman. She uh, feels a lot like the cabbage guy from um, Avatar. I I don't remember that man, but I love her. How can you not remember the cabbage guy? Have you seen her? Yeah. The ca- oh, it doesn't matter. I, I vaguely remember it, but I don't remember. I know it's the episode where he meets his mate. He was like a hundred or something. No, he, cabbage guy turns up in like five episodes. What? Just like every now and then they'll destroy some cabbages and a guy will come out and go, Oh, me cabbages! You know, that classic Can character. Talk- oh, right. So he just moves Ooh, about. Around yeah. the episode. The opening. The opening. Well, first of the all... The Master. First of all, this oh, is... what a tune. No. This is, without a doubt, the worst theme tune in Doctor Who. Oh, what? yes. I do not like this theme tune. Oh, I thought okay. you meant the, the, the one the guys, like, raps. I was, was going like, to say, what? the rapping thing is... Oh, I'll get on to that in a second. The, the thing is with that, though, is it's the 90s. Almost yeah. the oh, 90s. Well, so it's obviously... See, everything it, from that period becomes... Like a caricature of itself. So, yeah. at it, this it's point, also, it's really It's the crying. worst music. It's the, like, it's just so, the visuals are so weird and ugly. And it, it's is, also, it is the worst logo, isn't it? It's, it's like the worst logo. Like a big, with Blake who block letters. And not like the rock. The thing about the, the, the intro is that it's like the first ever CG intro on TV. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's pretty... It, so it, which is why that, it looks say. dog shit. Yeah, because it but, like it CG is just not good enough at that point to use. Yeah, but I do like what what it's going for. Have you seen that? Um, I'll, I'll send you it now to watch. Someone done like a remat, like recreated it like today. Uh, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. I've always had a soft spot for this intro, um, and the theme tune itself. Yeah, I really like. I really like the. I forget what the 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 name of the technique is, but the bass line where it's like constant notes. So like it, the way the way uh, it's Kef McCulloch did it. Um, there's like a Sounds video like... where Sophie Aldred goes to see how he made that theme, and it, like the guy was rushed to make it. But mm. I think I, I quite like that theme the version of the theme tune. I can see why people hate I, it. Though. I am going a bit pretty hard on it. I'll be honest. But then again, I I really like the Trial of a Time Lord theme, and everyone hates that. So I might, <laughs> I might just be completely wrong. Fuck, it cost £20,000 to make that theme tune. Yeah. Jesus. Although, uh, watching the re-rendered, it does look a lot nicer in like modern standards, but I think they could have done something different back then. Mm. Oh, so... A guy comes out and does a little anti-drug rap, doesn't he? At the start of the episode. It's what it feels like. It feels like something. Oh, so cool. you have that school assembly, and it's like, don't do drugs, and there's just that adult it's trying to be cool. Drugs are lame. The, they fry your brain, the, kids. Stay in school, peace out. Dressed at the moment. <laughs> it's got the <clears> fucking <throat> cadence and like rhythm of of a forty-year-old man trying to stop kids from yeah. 
from trying to convince uh, convince like um Euro oh like God, Euro that, that Shakespeare is actually the greatest I, I thought he was quite charming to be honest like as a in, in apart from that I, I, I quite like the rap as well to be you quite like so the rap yeah yeah I'm, I'm just a sucker for for the for the law <laughs> but um i think that section is also shot really weird as well with the camera angles because it's from like the side and then just like yeah. close up and like for a circus bit i would expect like a front on hard cam or as opposed like to... to see his face yeah well, they only have them in porn so i've just watched what? that uh, recreation of the right title now. sequence it is really good yeah you'll get it when you're older come no, yeah, I'm thinking, why are you saying it's just that I watch loads of things that aren't porn with a hard cam. Wrestling! Hard cam. This is... front have right down into the gutter now, have But I, anyway... I'm talking about actual filming technique, and Paul's mind is just in the gutter. Well, but, um, what I will say about this episode is I am not scared of clowns in the slightest because it's a stupid fear. But... That's that, quite the hard fucking stance. That... <laughs> That main, that main guy was fucking terrifying. Like, he's amazing in this. He, what he was is, his deal? I don't know, he was just well, he weird. Was, well, the thing is, oh. you start thinking he's the big bad throughout the first kind of two but, parts. But, but then, then you see how he acts with the ringleader and you're like... Yeah, oh, exactly. So later, on, later on you realise he's actually just as like confused and desperate. Man. Desperate is the word, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, it is really interesting the fact that this this circus, and I know it's like an analogy for the actual show, which I'm sure we'll get to. Um, but oh, just the fact that, that it's like, one oh, everyone in the universe knows about it, um, and whiz kids saying like it's not as good as it used to be, apparently. Um, and then, <laughs> oh yes, well, yeah, oh, yeah. You're right. You mean who's yeah. written a deliberate analogy as the very annoying he, fans? Exactly. Yeah. He was, yeah. He was supposed God, to be like the twelve-year-olds at the it. time that were saying, yeah, "I love them." because oh, the, the, the weird thing though. is, the weird thing is, it's like it's a bit shitty of the. Well, it's not shitty. It's just it's, there's a bit of an attitude behind it when you think it's like taking the twelve-year-olds at the time who were saying this isn't as good as John Pertwee's run when they wouldn't have actually remembered John <laughs> Pertwee's run. Yeah, like it, that's what they're like pissed off about. I think so. Putting that guy in it and being like, "Yeah." This is what you're like, fans. This is what you're like. <laughs> we're trying here. But yeah, I'm, I love that. Looking back in hindsight, though, if they were to do that character nowadays, it would probably be like us four it would be based on. Yeah. Well, they like, did They did bring but... this a similar character back, and it was Victor Kennedy. It's not as good as the Russell C. Davies series. Roast, he does it, right. That was like the point of him, was like he's so obsessed yeah. with tracking down all of the bits of lore and getting everything in order, and it's like, what are you trying to achieve? He just said uh, he, he wants to absorb the doctor. I know we don't like talking about him, but the gentleman on Twitter who looks for all of the old classic Who stories, he seems to be obsessed that that character is partially based on him. Uh, what with kid? That's not on Sabragabos. No, a Victor Kennedy. Oh, 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 that's not a bragging right, bro. No, that's no. Millip Forrest. Victor yeah, Kennedy um... laws women to be by themselves. And then makes them feel uncomfortable. And then well, not just women; he does it to men as well. Well, yeah. So he's he's he's, he's big on equality in that way when he when he kills people. Murder. So what I found out this week, which I thought was interesting and weird, do you know the transphobic master? 
Yeah. He, James Dreyfus. Yeah, he's gay. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. Why would you be transphobic if, if, if you know what it's like to be oppressed in that exact way? I mean, that's I will, not new. That's basically what I will Terf send you are. here to yeah, the LGB is. Alliance. Yeah. Like, Which is a hate group, for lack of a better term. That's where, where most of the like modern transphobia comes from. Is I don't know how we got to this. I really it's don't from... want to bring this up. No, uh, it, but it is... It's... Yeah, you James Drake is a shit. Let's not... Four uh, white straight men talking it... about transphobia. <laughs> <abuse>. <laughs> uh, yeah, but back to Greatest Show. It is strange, that opening. And also, then it cuts immediately to the guy on the motorbike and how anyone can take him seriously with that helmet. <laughs> Flapper, you got it! Did anyone get what? his name? What was his name? No, I don't no, know. Can I, can nah. I take a guess? Can Gone. I take a guess? No, no something. Razor. Gone. Yeah, he had, a, he had a razor name, didn't he? Let's see. Yeah, yeah. He, he looks like a razor. It began with an N, I think. Um, it's just the while we are, Nathaniel while we are, Razor. <laughs> Well, we are past the subject of theme tunes. I uh, I want it on the record. My favourite classic theme tune is a thousand percent John Pertwee's first one. Just uh, when they when they first get like colour, and it's just like every colour all the time, everything. Yeah, yeah. And his face, his face, and his face oh. only looks like that for the first series because then he grows his hair out. But his face, oh, no, I'm it, gonna say, I'm gonna look the best. I'm gonna be well. and say Tom Baker's and so is the best. Not the one where he looks drunk. <laughs> the one I, where I'm going to say it. I, I really do love that um, season 23 one. Because I just like the colour effect around the borders. It looks so nice. And I, the, I the, 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 instrument, the instrumental itself is really nice. I, yeah. I like the music. The music's amazing. And in, in that remastered one, you can just see how good it's like mental. Yeah. So, but, um, it's the subject of the time, though. Like, it can only look that good because that's yeah. all they could do and it unfortunately looks shit by today's standards. Mm. What what do you think of the wink? Uh, a bit weird. His name's yeah. Nord. No. I, I said that. His name's what? Nord. This I knew it began with an N. This video is sponsored by Nord VPN. <laughs> yeah. Uh -oh. <laughs> but we will accept it. Or Surfshark, I use um, so you know. Yeah. Or any VPN, but we're not going to say you protect privacy because, you know, HTTPS does that. Yeah. But you can use it for foreign Netflix. Oh. When he's first being chased by the, the clown in a just a regular taxi, um, it's a, it, is a, it looks like a black cab, isn't it? it? I thought it looked a bit like a hearse. Looks like a minivan. Yeah. It's just a, like a regular car, but when he rolls... Was there like a space sound effect to it? Yeah, it's just like so, oh, so you yeah. know, so you know that it's a space car. I think he was just yeah. not not refusing to change gear. I think that's all he was doing. <laughs> he, he didn't know, know how to drive part. and just left it. My favorite part of that sound, pardon me. The, my my favorite part of that sound effect is that he literally would have been like, like trying to crank the window down with the little shitty like wind up knob that they use. But it's for. but it's just going. Yeah, it is funny for an alien planet. They have a lot of Earth-based vehicles, like a standard bicycle, a trike, it's... and a car. Also, the burger hatch. Yeah, but there's also like a random, like plump old lady selling cabbages and pumpkins, just in the middle of nowhere. 
who doesn't like people who buy who, from her. Yeah, who doesn't like people. So I yeah. like how the doctor makes both of them like eat a mass amount of this stuff oh, just so he can get horrible. some information. He's like, oh, it's delicious, and they're like gagging. Yeah. <laughs> I love how he has spoons on them, but they're both eating with the hands. Because <laughs> yeah. they're his musical spoons. Yeah, well. He doesn't seem to be eating with his hands. He seems to just like pick it up and then just do you know, do you know what it he, down. Do you know what he should have used instead? His pitching forks. I thought you were going to say the umbrella. Just like uh, handle of the umbrella. <laughs> it, it was a bad joke. But, um, yeah, I, I, I really like that woman. That, she reminds me of, do you know, the woman from Come Outside? Linda Byron. I think I yeah, know what you mean. From, from yeah. Closing Time. Yeah, yeah and, and the sort of like the bright, colourful, patterned, like stuff she wears just reminds me of like when I'd watch like kids programmes when I was a kid back in Pippin? the early 2000s and everything like that. So yeah. There's a big finish spin off where she goes off in a in a little spotty plane with a dog and shows us how crisps are made. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real though, the uh, the Wellington boots and the brick episode are the best. But to be fair, there is actually a big finish spin off about this this episode. Yes, there is yeah. with um Transphobe yeah. man. It's it's, it's both a, a prequel and a sequel. Yeah. Um. Mm, I'm not going to buy. Surprisingly. Uh, but yeah. So what so, did you? So why? Dan and Paul, why why do you love it so much? That sounded more aggressive than I meant. <laughs> it it just reminds um, me of modern Doctor Who, like in I, a way that. Classic yeah. who never does. I think I don't it know, bridges the felt, gap a bit. I'm going to be honest, this one felt as classic as it, get, as it gets. Really. No. I, I'll be honest, I just like this to spite you, Dan. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'll no, I let Paul go. Clear, so, clear your notes up. When I was a kid, I don't have any notes. When I was a kid... <laughs> my, Flying um, by the seat of his pants. Yeah. I remember going into like a shop, like just like a corner shop, and they had like a Doctor Who magazine with DVDs in it. So I bought the Pyramids of Mars because my dad told me it was good. And he, there was a seventh Doctor one, which was Remembrance of the Daleks, and he said, oh, he's my least favourite Doctor. Like he said he was the worst one. So I, up until this point, I'd always just been like, oh, I guess, I guess he is. Because I... Before I started the, the Facebook group, I never really had much interaction with any Doctor Who fans at all, other than my dad and my mate. We're not really a fan base that likes to interact in general. Yeah, so when I did start to interact, and I'd see people go, oh, the seventh Doctor's my favourite Doctor, I'd always just think, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> that just because my dad told me it was the worst one, and then my dad's a fucking idiot for a start, so I don't know why I listen to him. But, um, when I watched this, I was like, well, he actually might be one of the best. And my dad is once again proven to be an absolute fucking idiot. I don't know. I'm... But um, I, I just thought it was fun. Like, I think what really makes her feel modern is Ace, because she says stuff like, I'm going to bash it, Zedin, which you yeah. just wouldn't get in like, the 60s and like 70s. Oh, She's definitely like the groundwork for the modern companions as well. Yeah. Definitely, um, and she just she's just good, like very good. And oh I yeah, like... I, I, would, I would say like the difference between her and Susan because I've been yeah f- achingly slowly going through. I'm you still hate on the first Susan, season. don't you? <laughs> yeah, 
I she got really interesting in the first episode, you, and then said, all she does is she just she just screams, she just screams yeah. all the time and goes. Grandfather! As well, it's just you like this is such a far cry from Susan's just constant screaming and whining and. Ah! Hey, hey, hey! Don't worry, Dan. Don't worry, Dan. Yeah. When you when you're watching your marathon, you reach the brilliant five doctors. You get to see a twister ankle. So at least that's something. Oh, I just take a step and fall. Just... She literally just takes a step and then says she's twisted her ankle. I can't believe I reckon, it. Grandfather! I reckon Dan could even say he's the 2020 show I Hate Susie. In fact, we'll be seeing Susan again before that when we cover Dimensions in Time. So... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When are we doing that? Doing Episode 30, when, that'll be. Like that. Oh, yeah. that's not far away. No, no. <laughs> no. Oh, no. It's only like 10 but, minutes um, long, don't worry. Um, but yeah, um, another thing I quite like about the, do you know what the the vibes that, that I'm getting from this era, from this one episode alone, it, it's just very fun, and I quite like the writing style, and the pacing's really good. So I'd, I'd say Andrew Cartmel's doing a good job. Um, I'm not See, sure. I, I have a note saying specifically the pacing feels off. Well, <laughs> so... let, let me assure you, Dan, it doesn't. I don't know. Um, it just it was there were also, so many. Okay, go on, go on. I also like you know. Um, remember, I think Cameron said like an episode or two ago about um, John Nathan Turner wanted the Doctor to have like a logo and that, so he gave the question marks. Yeah, I quite like that. Remember, I was saying about that woman's costume earlier, where it just feels like straight out of like an old kids show. Well, I like that Ace has like Ace written on the back of the jacket, like, like it, it with like a really like big A in there, and then the Doctor's costumes like fucking dead, dead funny. They've, they've all got, them. they're all branded. They're all, they've yeah, all got I, their. I, I like that they all look branded and like it just looks straight out of like I don't know, like the sort of cartoons and programs I'd watch growing up, which is cool. It is Saturday morning Doctor Who this era. Yeah, I, oh, I really like mornings when this came out. No, 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 I just mean, like, it's a Saturday morning cartoon kind of thing. Yeah. It's got that Well, I know during Classic Who it changed wildly from where it was in, like, since the revival, we've had it constantly on Saturday or Sunday now. Yeah. Um, But I do know it went from, like, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Tuesdays. I think it may have had Saturdays for one season. But it was, like, very different with how it was. Oh yeah, that was something I was surprised to learn. The classic, sorry, had the hiccups. The um, classic Doctor Who didn't really air on Saturdays. Yeah, it's weird. Can I just ask who has a dog barking in the background? Not me. It's not my dog. Okay. Can you um, kill it? Can you kick it to get rid of the? Dog? I, Can you get rid of the dog, please. Well, in a minute, if 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 you listen closely, you'll hear its owner go Millie, which which he often does. Did anyone else like start? uncontrollably laughing when the evil clown bloke got back to the circus and just took off his quite sinister looking black cloak and just had that spangly shiny <laughs> lid on. No, because as I said, he was, was fucking so, terrifying. It was so fucking extra. Um, he, he was just so 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 and just like, when anything would happen, he would do this. This is great for an audio medium. He would go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was very handy. 
But just the way when he got back to the thing and he flamboyantly took off the jacket and then just the sh- sh- silver leotard <laughs> underneath, I just started giggling. I think my massively uh, at that because like my you can't take you seriously now, knowing you had that on underneath. My favorite line, which I wrote down, is um, it was from from the the mother, one of the people who turned to be um a big rock, um a Ragnarok. Oh, you could say. Oh, they, she, uh, yeah, she turns to father. She goes, "Have a crisp, father." <laughs> Have a. Gr-. I don't know why that line. Um, uh, I identified with it so much. <laughs> Have, Have a crisp, father. So, Dan, what was you gonna say about the pacing before I? Oh, what was I gonna say about the pacing? So there were a lot of moments in this. It's it was like the the editing between. And they were cut between two different things happening. Like, you'd get like a really fast bit. Oh no, we're running away from a person. Oh no, no. And then it's just the doctor just kind of sitting around having tea with a, a an explorer. Misogynist. The 20- with a misogynist. Um, I don't know. It, it felt like that whole chase sequence between, what was he called? Bell, Bellboy. And- Bellboy. Flower Girl. Boy and Flower... Was she called Flower Girl? Huh. Um, the silly names. Um, oh, they get better. <laughs> they do. Um, it felt like that should have been one section at the start of the episode. That's the sort been... of thing like you'd have in Modern Who, where that's your pre-credit bits of them yeah, running, that, and it's like... Should... You go that way, I'll go this way, and then dun 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 dun. dun, dun. Oh, oh, like yeah, more like like she gets taken away and he gets taken, and then cut to the credit. Like that felt like it should have been the cold open. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it 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 tends to be in classic who they make all, it they make all the the seemingly wrong choices in editing. Yeah. Um. I will say this: we're meant to think of him as a prick, and Captain Cook is a prick. Oh, you know I hate him. <laughs> He was... Yeah, I wanted him to stop talking every single time he was talking. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what was weird? Do you know when he's like, oh, no, thank you, I won't I won't escape, I'll just... I'll sit here. And then he fucking helps catch them. Yeah, because <laughs> why, he's a dickhead. Because he's a bootlicker. Yeah, but I thought he was... I thought he was like, aha, I work with the bad guys, and then he just gets back in the cage. I was yeah, like, he's... you were... What? Yeah, it's funny that. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like back the, bit... in the cage, and he's like, "Oh, why don't you go?" Captain out Cook out might one? be the most complicated and like complex character in Doctor <laughs> Who. What, what does he want? We may never know. What, what is his goal? I quite like the bit at the spot where it's just like, "Ah, oh, this is nice tea, isn't it?" It's a blend of my own making. I bet you can't guess. And it's just like, it's straight away. It's just like I could be oh, wrong. What is this? Oh my god! I've just realised. Right, hang on. Hear me out. Hear me out here, boys. So the the fact that he's got a companion with him and a bit of an extravagant costume. Are you uh, gonna say it's the master? And he's well renowned across the universe. Okay, and he's got this very specific tea that also the Doctor has a knowledge of. And he's not quite sure what he's doing there. He's just having a bit of fun, really. He's not got a goal. I'm. I'm. And we don't actually see how he gets there. I'm calling it. He's a pre-Hartnell Doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Captain Cook is a pre-Hartnell Doctor. Oh, damn. Get that on the fucking poster. I'm going to submit this live on air. That's my headcanon. Yes, Sabine. It makes sense. 
Even on the, put it on that infographic that he is a clear like reflection of the Doctor, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Is the Doctor the Doctor is, was a bit... This entire story is a analogy for Doctor Who. Yeah, there's a lot like, of... Like the the fact that he's got... Um, uh, oh, buddy, what's she called? Megs? Mags? Something like that. Mags. Yeah. Mags. Uh, she's great in this as well, whoever plays her, I forgot her name. I like, I like her. Um, mm. I'll recognise And the, the fact that, because she is this like... She's essentially um, like a werewolf type character, isn't she? And, yes. Um, the well, fact she, that she, turn, she turns green. And... You think that he's like she's the companion to him, a bit like the Doctor has Ace, but actually he's just kind of parading her around. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and showing her off, it's like, oh, you're like P.T. It... Barnum, except they're not going to glorify you in a musical starring Hugh Jackman. Except you're not... <laughs> or, or a stage show called Barnum that is apparently quite good, but yeah, shit. Yeah, P.T. Barnum was not a nice man. No, but he is oh, sort of it's... like that thing of the traditional 20s explorer where you'd go off to a far-off land and discover a person and just bring them back with you, and it's like, look at how uncivilized they are. They don't know what cricket is. Ha 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 ha! Fuck off, you little shit! I love you cricket, know or I will in my next life cycle. Wink, Do you know wink. what I... Where I'd, what I'd... Um... What was I going to say? Go on. I don't I know. believe in you. Oh, you can get that. You, why didn't they just make The Greatest Showman about a fictional character that also just liked circuses? Because P.T. Barnum is a well-known name. It's Steve. Mm. Yeah, but I feel like I'd never have heard of him if he, if that movie weren't about Wait, it. in America, people yeah, yeah, but like, just make it about no one and have it be an original thing, this which is it is. The Greatest anyway. Show in the Galaxy. Yeah. Oh, it's everything you ever are. Also, oh, if, it's if, everything you ever need. How do we feel about the um, ten minutes of uh, uh, magic magic tricks? The, Love it. The, uh, Love McCoy it. does. The, fact that, the fact that they've got someone who used to be in a circus nail yeah. like putting nails through his nose. I know it took him until now to give him some kind of like sleight of hand magic to do. The bit where he like pivots on his on his feet yeah. blows my mind. <laughs> When I watched that, I was like, "Is that is that real? Because it looks really yeah. unnatural." He just <laughs> he, his, his like shoes will be like stuck to the his floor. shoes are heavily weighted. Yeah, um, have a look on YouTube. But I don't know if there is stuff on do, YouTube. Um, do you know what it reminded me? There's of? videos of his days in the circus, and he does he did some hmm. crazy shit back in the day. He was a stuntman in the circus, and he, he did like nails up your head, set yourself on fire. Get some baggy trousers on, tied around the ankles, stick a ferret down there with no underwear on. Ooh. That's ridiculous. an endurance sport. Do you know what? It, men. Yeah. Do you know what it did remind me of? Have you seen that episode of SpongeBob where he's like going around town? I have he, not. He does that exact like thing. The only doctor I can sort of imagine doing this sort of like magic trick sleight of hand like things is the seventh doctor for some reason. Like, I can't imagine any other Doctor, like, just walking up to someone and just going, this is your card. I can imagine. It's only McCoy. I can imagine. I can imagine, doing I can imagine Smith doing it, but failing. I, yeah, Actually, I was going to say, I can imagine two doing Christmas it, but Carol. accidentally it's like yeah. a completely yeah. different object. No, like, I think just the sort of hand is your card, but the pull up, like, flick out the sleeve, your card, done properly, all of that stuff. It is only McCoy, I can imagine, doing that yeah, stuff. I, yeah, McCoy uh, is the only one who is able to do magic tricks correctly. Every other Doctor yeah, I wouldn't do them. I reckon Capaldi could. Nah. 
I could see him. Doing I actually, that. no, I could see Tom Baker having like a couple of. I think that I think the twelfth Doctor would do is this your car, but actually it's like a piss or you shoot you in the fucking head. <laughs> I could see him doing that. Since Sadie's eighth Doctor, but I just like how, like at one point he's just tied upside down and he's just like, oh, that's an interesting proposition, Gods of Ragnarok, and then. It, I think it cuts the episode or cuts to a different scene, but it's just like how he's just very calmly just upside down, just holding onto his legs. <laughs> it was, yep, it was amazing. It was amazing when he turned the rope into the snake loose. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's brilliant. Oh, there was, there was uh, so many... Say, Bring him names back of the circus. for the 60th, please. Do you know what bit I did think was shit, though? Do you know when he was just tying bad knots and then going, oh, look, it's come undone. And you're like, yeah, you just tied the shit knots. Yeah, I never understood those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, it looks like a nos, but I've tied it shitly. Oh, go, how does he do it? How they said how the names got better for the circus performance. So, we've already learnt we had uh, Bag Boy and Flower Girl. Yeah. We also get Deadbeat, whose name is later revealed to actually be <laughs> Kingpin. We then also had... When, when he was a boy. Peace pipe and juniper berry. I like juniper berry. Where are these names coming from? Uh, Along with Morgana, I don't think we get a name for the Colonel Ringmaster. Oh, he's the ringmaster. He's just he's just ringmaster, isn't he? Yeah, and I I can't remember hearing a name for the clown. What happened is he was born and named ringmaster, and then somehow he went on to become a ringmaster. Nominative determinism. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like, what the fuck are these names? It's just like peace pipe, juniper berry, flower girl, kingpin. (laughs) <laughs> um, what was it? Uh, Bellboy. I, I realised about halfway through the third part, he looks a lot like um, oh. Ted Bundy. Oh, you didn't say the right guy. I was going to say. Oh no, looks, I was. He looks a lot like Ted Bundy, and it was quite I, distracting. I thought um, Kingpin looked a lot like Martin from EastEnders. I I can't I. Who's Martin from EastEnders? Martin from EastEnders. Martin um, Fowler. Uh, yeah. Yeah, actually. The third image in. I see it. Yeah. He was played by someone else a while back, but he's played by this guy now. Oh, yeah. Oh, he does a bit, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. The whole time I was like, but it's not him, because this was a million years ago. Just oh, to get back. Because past. we sort of, like, gone off track going back and forth um before the seventh doctor starts his magic show for the gods of ragnarok he makes a a backman turner overdrive reference which i find brilliant a what backman turner overdrive they're a band but they sing you ain't seen nothing yet oh is that what that was about yeah and it's just like as it's been said before and that song came out like in the 70s Eight, I think, and this is eighty-eight. So, oh, another, another thing, because obviously I'd, I'd not seen McCoy and anything else. So the first time I seen him was when they were in the TARDIS at the start. Immediately, I just thought this was very fun. Like mm. he, he throws something in the air and then it, it doesn't come back down. And he's like, what? and then it cuts away and it cuts back and he's got a ladder out looking for <laughs> it. And then, yeah. And then it reminded me of Kablam when the thing just teleports into the TARDIS and is like, oh, here's an invitation for someone. Hmm. 
I like um, how the invitation taunts her because Ace is saying like she doesn't want to go. And he's like, oh, you know, you're a chicken then. And she's like, oh, do no, you know what I'll I? Go. Do you know something I was thinking about for a lot of the first episode? So they land on the planet, yeah, which yeah. is an alien planet, and it's nowhere near the circus. And she's like, oh, miles away, yeah, just keep walking. I thought, why doesn't he get in the TARDIS and park closer? Because, because say, the TARDIS is unreliable, Paul. Yeah, but say... Have you not learned this in 63 years? Actually, it's because the TARDIS is dying, which will be... I was, uh... I was thinking, yeah. Say, it was an invitation to the Louvre, and he fucking landed in Blackpool, and just went, well, let's just walk in that way and see... He'd be fucked. Like... He could get a ferry. Yeah, but, like, you you just... Because, obviously, it's an alien planet, so you don't know the geography of it. But it could have been that far apart. Like, you, you don't know. So, like, if he didn't know Earth as well as he did, and he landed, and he was like, let's go to the Louvre over in Germany. He'd be like, oh. The Louvre is in uh, France. I know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, we've lost Cameron. My oh, God, we've gained you, Cameron. Sorry, just doing a bit of research on his pre... That, on that, his... That, that was my point, Dan. Like, it's on my France, computer again. But he could land oh. in Germany and just go, oh, well, it's a few miles that way. I'm just, doing... Um... You need to know these things. I'm doing some research on McCoy before Doctor Who. Like, is is uh-huh. uh, so he, he was he was, he was a crisp. He was born as um, Percy James Patrick Kent Smith. No, that's, that was yeah, his that's too name. many names. Percy no. Smith is double barrel surname. Yeah. that's too many posh uh, names. And he, he was a bodyguard for the Rolling Stones at one point. Whoa! <laughs> can, can we back up a sec? What? Who chooses the name Sylvester? Um, he did. It was he part does. of his circus name. It he, was, he was called Sylvester. Yeah. Sylvester McCoy. And because it was like in the credits as Syl- Sylvester McCoy as Strongman, someone thought that was his actual name and he later took it on as a stage name and called I've it seen Sylvester. The, I've seen a video of him doing the nail up the nose thing and I just I can't find it for it. Oh, it's going to be on... Um, uh, on YouTube, there's a video by Clever Dick Films. He's doing like he's done like a retrospective of each Doctor's era. It's in that when he talks about McCoy before the show, and he shows a oh. clip, and it's like, oh, yeah. So yeah, he does have a does Check have a big out. nose to be sure. Mm. It's actually re- if you know how to, it's really simple to put a nail up your nose and not feel any pain. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you know how to, yeah. Let, let's have a go. I've got a nail. I'll pass it to you. I've not got a nail, but I've got like an audio cable that'll work, won't it? Um, I've not got a nail, but I've got a a nineteen. <laughs> well, ca- Cameron's wrong orifice. You don't want to put that up your nose. Cameron's completely misinterpreted it, and he's now just picking his nose. Oh. <laughs> yes, and Cameron. Uh, I was going to Google something then. I can't um, remember what it was. Um, um, so yeah, this is. The I best do also like ever. how he very casually walks out of the tent and it just explodes behind him. I've got that yeah. on screen right now. It's like the episode picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's so yeah. cool. Um, I my last note here is that uh, to sum up this episode, I said people out of that cage. You cut out them. What did you say? It's just a bunch of people walking in and out of the fucking. Well, yeah. it's they're in the cage, and then they leave it, and then they come. Oh, you... that is mostly just like part three. Do you know what bit was okay. amazing? Do 
Do you know when she cuts the hole in the fabric and then just holds it together? Yeah. I was like, whoa. Because I thought, how is she going to hide that hole? And then she just grabbed it and I thought, genius. Just, just, um, just, just never would have thought of it. Yeah. A different time. Oh. So, get it out of the way before you all start clamouring at me because like, oh, what's the thing? It had an average of 5.45 million views. There it is! Including <laughs> million. episode 4 had 6.6 million, which is the highest uh, Sylvester McCoy ever got. Really? Yeah. And rightly, right, rightly so. Yeah. Uh, the first had 5, then 5.3, then 4.9, then 6.6. Oh, that's really odd. Um, yeah, but this is a tend with Classic Who. It tends to drop for one part and then just spike up. Well, huh. that's because a lot of the parts are shit and unnecessary. <laughs> Except in this story where they're all amazing. Apart from clearly part three, since no one gave a shit about it. I like part three. Is that, is, isn't that the one with the werewolf? Um, It ends with the yeah, werewolf. Ends the werewolf. Yeah. yeah, I like that part. Um... Ace, at one point, at the start, is seen wearing the fourth Doctor's scarf and yep. Mel's top from Paradise Towers. Oh, uh, um, yeah. Because, mm. obviously, they just left it all in the TARDIS. Um, Next to Mel's body. <laughs> Mel's sleeping Jessica, body. Jessica no, Martin, no, Mel, who... Mel survived and went on to make that uh, game show, carat. didn't she? That was... Yeah, 24 <laughs> carat. I love it. 24 carat. Jessica Martin, who is Mags, I believe. That's her name, yeah. Um, went on to have a cameo appearance in Voyage of the Damned as the Queen. I I was looking at her IMDb. What? Yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah. How she, old? That's she, mad. She's the Queen in Voyage of the Damned. No. Um, and also went on to star quite a lot in Big Finish as Mags. What? Um, and when she wasn't available, Nicholas Briggs did a voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Originally, Hello, I'm Muggs, eh? What's going on here? Originally three parts, and it was also <laughs> Hello, originally meant to appear second in the series, as a second serial story, before Silver Nemesis. And so this provided some errors with Silver Nemesis, as that appears before this now, such as Ace in that already has Flower Girl's uh, earring on her jacket and she blows up her bag filled with Nitro 9 at the end of that to destroy the Cybermen and then at the start of this she's just going oh where's my Nitro 9 on my bag you blew it up oh. love or maybe hey, she forgot Cameron she's only human no it's because they filmed them at... they filmed them to go in a different order and then showed them in a different yeah and it was out, she was out of order right yeah happens a lot doesn't it also, this is the longest title in Classic Who for a story. Oh, and the best. Six, wow. six letters, six words long. It is then the longest up until The Doctor, The Widow, and The Wardrobe. Actually, I think you'll find uh, actually the longest episode title is The Fifth Doctor Story, Kinder. There's just a lot of silent A's afterwards. See, I always pronounce that kinder. I always do that. But I've, I've never seen it, so I don't... I thought it was Kinder, and then I heard someone keep calling it Kinder, so I call it Kinder now. I don't like Kinder as an episode title, so... Uh... It's, like yeah. the, it's, like the, uh, it's like Ish, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of shit. 
No, it's a good story <laughs> if you want more, Tegan. And as a final piece of trivia, to go back to how Sylvester McCoy just so casually walked away from that explosion, it was a bigger explosion than they were expecting, and it burned <laughs> part of his costume. Really? I thought, yeah, you were gonna, in, I thought you were going to make a joke brilliant. about uh, Heath Ledger on the Dark Knight set and be like, it wasn't supposed, it was going to explain it, it didn't, and then it did, or something like that. No, but... it was a bigger explosion than they thought, so he wasn't as far enough away, and it singed the back of his costume and stuff, but he just kept walking, because they could only do that scene once. He kept walking, and then a bit of sn- smoke got up his nose, he sneezed, and a nail came out. Yeah. So that, that clip of Sylvester McCoy... Um putting the nail through his nose. That's from a An charity thing. Oh, right. Like, uh, it was from, I think, called the Secret Police Ball, which my dad was, like, watching a bunch of, like, a couple of months ago. He sent me, like, that that episode and goes, oh, do you, you recognise, like, that year's one, do you recognise anyone like this? And so I've, I've actually seen that whole Sylvester McCoy thing before. Mm. I, I didn't realise that's the thing you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. He's also a physical comedian, and you can see that a lot in this episode mm-hmm. with how he just ragdolls around. He's great. And it, it is a very good story. I I've, can't remember if they do, but they they should have done more of that sort of stuff with him. <sighs> Not then, turned him into an evil monster in the second, in his third series. On, on YouTube, towards, uh, if you go into like, um, like the compilations of Doctor Who outtakes... A lot of them are Sylvester McCoy ones, and they're all amazing. <laughs> of ones where he just falls over, or he forgets his line, then keeps talking yeah. gibberish. It's great. I can't remember which series it in it's in, but there is the bit where one of his companions is in a water tank, and they start to drown, and he can tell something's wrong. So he deliberately flubs his line to show that something's wrong, and he just starts swearing. I've seen that. Uh, that rings mm. a bell. I know. I only really know about the uh, survival one where he's shouting, "Stay fucking still!" <laughs> he just goes off on one. I don't know, but because obviously Ooh, they know and an angel, nice. They know uh, he isn't meant to swear, so when he swears, they know something's wrong. So it's just like he swears, and then it's like, "Get her to fuck out the tank." What? Oh, what? Uh, stay there. What you think of his accent, because I don't really think it sounds Scottish, to be honest. He is Scottish, though. He wasn't a light accent. I know he's Scottish, but it doesn't sound Scottish. I think I'm uh, quite jealous of your Mandalorian t-shirt. Me? me? Mm. And no one else is wearing his... Who else would it be? I've just got a plain yellow t-shirt on. Well, you know, there is that one episode where he just sits at home with a big yellow t-shirt on. Yeah. Yeah. Little pocket, I can put Sylvester McCoy in it. But yeah, um, so Chris from the Great Mates group said um, that he does have a Scottish accent, but it's just not like heavy Scottish. It's like, very, it's very light. He, he also said Paul McGann's doctor has a Scouse accent, and I was like, he definitely doesn't. I'm from Liverpool. Uh... Where he's from? He's done. It's the most London, London accent ever, like generic London accents. Uh, that bit I was talking about was in Battlefield. Oh, the episode you want to watch? Yeah, I love Battlefield. It's got the Brigadier and punching a demon. Oh, he's from uh, the west coast of Scotland. Is there an Ed's Thoughts for this se- oh, episode? Oh, viewer nah. thoughts, Ed's Thoughts. Ed, no. Ed, no That's a good job, Paul. Ed actually said, um, he hasn't seen it. 
What what is there, what's everyone's like out of tens then? Cause nine or seven, I'd say. Really? Six. I haven't got any problems with it really. Six or seven? Yeah. Just because I remember liking it when I first watched it, but I was just so bored watching it. It's, this yeah, time. it's not bad, but I was bored by it. I'd give it an eight or nine because I'm like, cheeky. I I do really enjoy it, but I have only ever seen it twice, and there's a reason it's been little like years between them. Well, between it's, the oh, I like watch it. It's like. September, August, Classic September time. It's not like modern Doctor Who, though, where you can just rewatch a series any time you want. Yeah. For well, one... No, because these later series, like uh, Colin Baker, Sylvester McCoy, it is quite easy just to watch an entire series no, yeah, because they're I shorter. Did, yeah. yeah, it's but like four stories. They're not as hard, to, they're not as easy to come by for a start until Britbox came out because. Yeah. You, I've had it on DVD not... for ages. You'd have to buy every single story of the series on DVD, and True. there's also lights, and there's also it's also shit. I just I just go on Daily Motion because they're all on there. So. Yeah, they've got but French like, subtitles though, so that's a bit annoying. Yeah, doing. It's definitely not as bingeable in yeah. any way, shape, or form as the new one. So well, that's why it's taken like Dan what two months at this point. Oh. I'm still on the first year. I th- yeah, I think it's a it's a massive improvement compared to like even though it's my favourite era, the Pertwee run. In terms mm. of like pacing and and just how much material you've got to sit through, how long some of the cliffhangers can be. Because yeah. one of the things they used to do a lot was like, especially in the '70s stuff, they'll show an entire scene where the cliffhanger was in the next episode to really pad it out. So you're, yeah. if you're binging it back to back, it's horrible because you. You get to the end of a cliffhanger of John Pertwee pulling a weird face. You get your sting, and then it plays the titles, and you've got to sit through another set of titles, and then that entire scene again. Sometimes it plays like the past seven minutes of the of the episode because they're really pushing it for. for Some time. of them it was like seven, ten, seven minutes. Yeah, uh, from the last uh, episode. I I started watching Classic Who last year now, like this time last year. And I'm still on season one because it's shit. I'm 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 halfway through the Aztecs. I am like the Aztecs is so boring. Yeah, I don't. <coughs> if you don't at least enjoy the Aztecs, then you might want to just skip to a Ma- different Doctor. Most no, I, I I've enjoyed like most of them except for the Edge of um, Destruction, which is shit. I mean, yeah, I'm like, enjoying Aztecs. It is a bit, it is a bit always, weird. They're all there's always so many unnecessary um, boring. Stupid episodes. There's loads. Just... Like seventy percent of it is that. The the thing like, is, is that you, if you're enjoying it, don't force yourself to watch it. Well, most of my enjoyments like came ironically from like weird shit. Like there's brains in jars screaming as they get smashed open. <laughs> yeah, and, like, um, it can be unintentionally weird, like funny. Weird sound mixing and stuff like that. But yeah. like in terms of plot, they're just okay. Another thing I have with Classico is just like. There's no point in me rewatching any of it because I've still got like fucking like ninety nine percent I haven't seen. Mm. So like I'd I'd rather just spend the time watching another one that I haven't seen. But I also don't want to just because I don't want to watch another like four seasons of like boring like eight episode long like first Doctor episodes. Yeah. So I didn't know whether to just skip to like the sixth Doctor and then like watch from there and then go back, but. Because that, that seems to be the part I like the most so far. Like Colin Baker and Sylvester McCoy. 
And Tom Baker, but that's If like... only you had said you didn't want to sit through, like, seven parts of shit Doctor Who before I watched Invasion. <laughs> I, made still very clear. I made it very clear I did not want to watch Invasion. Yes, but you said you were going to, and then we got to the day before, and it's like, I've not watched it, and I'm not going to. Yeah. I mean, I will at some point in my lifetime, but not... Not now, not not tomorrow. <laughs> uh, randomizer. Ran- randomizer. It's so random. It's what do we want to do? Do you want to do classical? I don't well, mind. I can just hit it to any doctor and do like five, and we'll oh. just pick from the list. How come the only two tenth doctor episodes we've done are ones where he's not even in it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, I'll, I'll just hit randomize a few times. Then drum roll, please. Um, stop the drums. He's got bongos this time. Okay. The doctor's wife. Next one. The Give it s- another go. The doctor's wife. No, thank yeah, you. I like that one. I've had enough. I really don't want to do another Chibnall episode because I, I really don't want it to be until we get to series thirteen. Okay. Another episode of this podcast where I'm just shouting at Chibnall. Okay, well, so I've Dan wants to do that. I've done. An, I've Enjoy done enough of that. Stuff. Jeez. That's not how it works, Paul. We need. We do need to do the doctor's wife. So, yeah, that is everything for so, this week. Let's round this one out. If you would like to follow us on Twitter, don't. But you can find us at the Shabocast on Twitter, Instagram, Bebo, MySpace, uh, Gmail.com. Gmail. Typically, you simply have to be on email these days. You simply yep. must. If you're um. Want to follow us in real life? Then I'll post. <laughs> Call the police. <laughs> Socially distanced, of course. Of Socially course. distanced, of course. Yeah. Yeah, you can uh, you can email us your thoughts and bollocks and stuff like that over to Dan, Not actually, to um, shabocast at gmail dot com. I mean, if, literally, if you just want to have a conversation, I I always have my phone. If on you just want to talk about anything time, at all, you can. And I will literally just chat shit to you. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, this has been a, a a good episode for a change. This has been alright. Yeah, it. We both the great show in the galaxy. Both the episode we watched and the episode we've recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Have we stopped recording now? No. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, next bit of news is. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. 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 Bye. Goodbye. 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 It's the golden rule of Dan. So the only one time episode. Dan stops recording is when you said you were going for a shift. <laughs> and that's I the only time that. you shouldn't have stopped I recording. I do need a bit of a shit, actually. Me too. I needed one. Quite a big burger I had before. 